0: Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh.
1: Hey, I'm Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast, coming at you with episode 100. Josh, can you believe this, man? It's uh, it's crazy. You could listen to us for way too long at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, 100 episodes, and... <laughs> and they might already had the bonus 100 episode. That was just you talking that went live on this past week. Um and then we realized uh- oh shoot, I should have listened to it and I didn't. Um, one because I was traveling and I just forgot that we had an issue recording. Uh but so sorry for that. They that only got Andrew's but Andrew's thoughts are probably good. It was probably worth a listen to even though there was a lot of dead space and Andrew's going uh-huh, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, yep. Yeah, uh-huh. Amen. Uh, All those fun things. And that was probably awkward, but at least the parts that were there were probably good. Uh, So thanks for listening. Um, But this is our hundredth episode, uh, two and a half years, I think, of recording. um, If I remember correctly, I think it was like May or June of 2020 right? Yeah. It'd have been 2020. It, this is a pandemic podcast. Uh, this thing kicked off during the middle of the pandemic, uh, right at the beginning, I guess, when things started to shut down and we're like, Hey, we should do a podcast. Cause at the time, Andrew and I were trying to catch up every week. Um, and we thought our conversations were good enough to be recorded because we're that uh, self-centered is really how it played out. Uh, just kidding. I think there was messages that we had that, um, um, kind of kept recurring in our conversations. And we thought, hey, I think there's something here. We should probably share this um, with those that are willing to listen. And you've listened. So thanks for listening. Um, thanks for showing up. Thanks for sharing this. Because the reality is like, we wouldn't have you know those that listen that we do if you didn't share us with others and tell people about us. Because as you know, if you follow us on social media, uh, we suck at social media. Uh, we're not good at it. We're pretty bad at it. Uh, we don't post that often. We kind of forget that we have it. Uh, right. And all those fun things. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for for getting the word out there. Hopefully our our message of hope has has helped uh, those that have listened and given us a chance. Um, but we do, we do appreciate to all the listens that we get, yeah, you know, and all the weird places that those listens come from. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Yeah, uh, especially see... if you're in Germany. Uh, thanks for listening to us from Germany. We realized a bunch of people had listened from there, which is so cool. So if you're uh, if you're listening to this Jesus' life right now in Germany, thanks. That's awesome. Yeah. How did you find out about us? Can you tell us? Can you email us or something? Like we would love to know. Where like I mean I know Spotify, Apple, all those things exist everywhere now. But uh, yeah, man, if you love our show, reach out to us. We'd love to know if you have thoughts of like you guys should cover this or I like this about your show. If you hate something about our show, we'd like to know that too. Uh, be we probably won't friendly change it though. Or no, but, but we'd, we'd still like, like to, like to, to know. We might comment on it, and we'd, it'd we we probably fun. would. So depending yeah, on so how funny please. it is, we right. definitely would.
0: Yeah, so let if you us go know and post a review somewhere about us. We're definitely going to <laughs> We're definitely going to talk about that.
1: that. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. for sure. For sure. Dude, uh how you doing this week, man? Uh what's up in your world? I just disclaimer, my one daughter's trying to escape her room, so I might have to be in and out for the next like 3 minutes. Um nice. but how you doing? What's up in your world you, these uh, days, man?
0: You need to do what my parents did and install a lock on the outside of their door, which mm. kind of sounds a little shady. But like for kids, it's for their safety that we lock them in their rooms.
1: Right. It's actually right? true. Yeah, it's true. You can't pay attention to those wily little creatures all the time. So at yeah. some points, they need quiet time. They need to be yeah. in one place for a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm doing great. Um, lots of new things going on in life right now. Um, whether it's you know our, our church plant went to public monthly services uh, the beginning of this month, so beginning of November. Um, so that's all new. Um, getting new disciple makers off the ground. Um, we have a handful that are uh, hopefully going to get launched here in the next few weeks um, in various different relational environments, so that's exciting. Um, works work, but the other new thing that I'm not a huge fan of, so I've been traveling a lot over the last month and got a couple more trips planned, but... Um, not that you should come try to rob my house because there's a security system and there's a gun at the front door that will shoot you. So stay away from my house. Uh, but, um, in the midst of those travels, I've been in a lot warmer places than I currently am. Uh, and I came home to 11 degrees and snow on the ground, which I, I know it's November. I get it. Like we get weather in November, but Something yeah. about this year, man, it surprised me. <laughs> I was not prepared or ready for it. Dude. Uh, and I think yeah. it's because I've been gone in warm places, but I was like, this mm-hmm. sucks. I don't... Yeah. I don't think I can do... And I can only find one glove this morning. <laughs> so, you know, driving to my meeting at 6 a.m., uh, yep. I had one hand in my pocket and the other hand on the steering wheel uh, because That's it was just funny. cold and it takes my oh, truck man. forever to warm up. Yes. Um, unfortunately, being a big engine, but yeah, <laughs> so...
1: Dude, that's new too. That's funny. Snow yeah. stuff.
0: My dog's not mm-hmm. a fan. Um, he's right. wearing a yeah, Jack
1: uh, is never a fan of that.
0: Yeah. No, he's he's wearing his coat around the house just to stay warm. Um but yeah, that's that's my life. How about you, dude? What's what's new?
1: Um, well, we, it's also cold here. I haven't personally had glove drama, but I have been screamed at by a toddler who wanted both gloves when I could only find one since it just got cold rapidly. And yeah, like you, we were scrambling like, oh man, this snuck up on us that it's actually freezing cold and slightly snowy and all of that all at once. So anyway, man, yeah, definitely understand your, uh, your glove issue I've been deer hunting a little bit, not as much as I'd like, but, um, but our girls have been kind of under the weather the last week, um, on and off. So anyway, dealing with like fall cold and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, man, life's, life's pretty good. I'll tell you what work has been demanding. Um, it's like full of good stuff, but my life has been busy, dude, just, uh, nonstop. But you know that's kind of how it always is, so it's not it's not a surprise by any means. But what does feel actually surprising, even though we we're re-recording, as Josh mentioned, which is fitting for our episode 100. Um, we're re-recording this because we had some technical difficulties, um, but it's still surprising to me, man, that we we can do this, that we've done this. A 100 times like who knew you and i had that much stuff to talk about (laughs) you know well like and and like dude there's there are people i know i said this the first time we recorded but there are people all around the world who know about my chickens and about your dog quite a lot and your morning routines of showers and (laughs) how you do that (laughs) and it's just like so funny to think about like how random that is you know there's there's people all around who can be like yeah andrew has a chicken named breakfast like (laughs) what in the world it's crazy time we live and uh 100 hours of us is up which is nutty so still surprised by that but glad we're here man
0: yeah that's probably too much of us in all honesty but that's fine it is comes the territory um, I think too, like I was trying to think like when did we hit our stride? Like when did we like yeah. figure out the message that we were chasing after um, yeah. and all those fun things? Like it took us a little while. Like I don't think I think the first handful of content was was good. I think it was helpful from a content perspective. Um I don't know if I would stand behind all of it today. I'd have to go back and listen to it all, but um I, I think it was probably in when we went through the uh, love is patient, love is kind. First Corinthians yeah. thirteen. I think yeah. that's probably when we hit our stride where we're like, okay, here's the message that we repeat on a pretty regular basis. And for me, like I'm a, I'm a repetitive yeah. person. Like I repeat those things over and over again, not just to myself, but to those that will listen to me. But, um, which is Definitely. funny. I was just telling this mm-hmm. story. <clears throat> we're preparing a different preacher for our next monthly service. And um, we were talking through the first times that, that we've ever taught. And, um, The first time I ever taught, I was like, I think I was 16. I was pretty young, maybe 17. Um, Mm -hmm. And I taught at one of the church's Lord's Supper services. So it's an adult service. Uh, But there's probably only like, I don't know, 30, 40 people in the room. There might have been more, but I don't remember. Yeah, Um, Somewhere around there. And, like, the message that I gave, I, I repeated myself over and over again. And the reason I know I repeated myself over and over again, because certain family members thought it important to remind me how repetitive I was uh, and to <laughs> critique my teaching, um, which oh, has stuck no. in with me. The funny part is, is I haven't changed. Like, I repeat myself over and over again. I, I do it on purpose. I, mean, I think it's helpful.
1: It's um, fair. When you have one big point, that's the big point, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't when have it's to taking- say all that other stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, when it's taking your audience forever to practice right. what's being preached, yeah, you are gonna have to repeat yourself over and over again to convince them that no, this is. And hopefully, I do it in a way that it's it's different repetitive you know repetitiveness. It's not the same ver you know wor- words or language over and over again, but uh, it's coming at it from a different way, but saying the same thing essentially. <clears throat> um, but yeah, things things don't change. We're we're repetitive people. But back to one Corinthians thirteen, I think that series, and I don't remember. Love others is maybe what we called it on the website. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I don't know the season. That, uh, you'd have to go back and and find them. But um, we we named them after all those love dove statements. So love is patient, love is kind. Um, just look for those. But that's that's probably when when we we really found our voice. Um, I know early on we found our target right. Like we figured out who yeah. we were chasing after, and we have a yeah we wanted to like
1: we wanted to make a podcast that was like. First of all, we want to. We are pretty much just normal dudes. We're normal people. So when we say we're just two normal dr- guys trying to live this Jesus life, like that's the whole thing we're trying to do. It's like show people, especially people who have been, churched or around church or around Christians, for a lot of their life, and who are falling away. You know, like that's who we kind of. Um, targeted and who we try to talk to we we came up with this idea or i'm sure somebody else did but we talked about like the third chair and like if there was a third person sitting in this digital conversation we're having like who would it be it's the person like probably that josh and i spent a lot of time in youth ministry with who um graduated high school and decided like, yeah, there's not really value in me being plugged into the church. And I don't know if there's value in me chasing after a relationship with the Lord anymore, because I tried that and it didn't do that much. You know, like it's the person that kind of has been around the block a little bit in terms of relationship with Jesus and no longer wants to pursue that. You know, we're trying to show like, you can be normal. (laughs) You can be just a person who is dedicated to following the Lord, no matter what your job. I know Josh has since started planting a church officially, but he's always been a pastor. We're not, we never hid that, you know? Um, and just because you're a pastor doesn't mean you're not a, a normal person, you know? So anyway, man, like we, we put that, uh, I think we had a few names that we used to throw around of like, who's in our third chair, you know? Or who's that who's that person we're talking to? But um We figured that out maybe like ten, eight or 10 episodes in. And then over time we figured out like how we do this. And I think you're right with that first Corinthians 13, like love series, love other series. That's probably where we really got like nailed into like, what are we doing? And, And what's the thing we'll probably keep repeating again and again and again. There's probably like 10 things we say quite often. Um, but that's okay, you know. I think they're good things, or I wouldn't want to say them again and again. So, yeah, man. Yeah.
0: Here's a question for you, Andrew. What's What's the mm. episode or topics that we've covered or talked about that you hear in person most about mm. from the the people we know that actually listen to the podcast? Which actually, is, let's be honest, the yeah. percentage is a lot lower. Uh then we would we would hope. There's a lot more people we don't know that listen that that we do know. It's
1: mainly people we don't actually know that listen. Which thanks for being here. That's cool. Our friends don't want to be here. (laughs) We don't know why. (laughs) We don't know why. I guess we talk a lot. Um (laughs) No. Um No, we have friends that listen, but it is surprising how few do. It's funny. Um but dude, uh the the love series we were talking about first Corinthians 13 when we went through that that was one that I heard a lot about that was really cool and really encouraging um, and then um, our mo- most recent not the one we're doing now but the one we did right before of like how to build relationship with people our relationship series like how to be a friend and how to make friends and how to live out relationships and community well like that that was one that I heard a ton about. What about? But I'll I'll just say one concept that I think you said it. I believe you did, and I don't remember if we called the episode "I'll Take the Hit" or not. But that's one thing that stuck with me a lot uh, in in life, like where it's like this making a choice to live out grace and like take the, take the consequences of somebody else's action in love. You know, that was one thing that's like always stuck with me is like, man, I'll take the hit. Cause I don't always want to, but, but that's like how Jesus treated us when he took our sin on us and, and dealt with the consequences of it, you know? So anyway, that's like one, one thing that's always stuck with me. And I think about that probably weekly, regardless of if I get any, feedback of somebody checked it out or what what about you man
0: yeah no I, I think too like i'll take the hit is something i've repeated since then and i, I want to say you said it but that's fine we'll we'll argue on who said I it. But, yeah, um, i don't remember yeah i don't remember i i think this is true anytime you're in for lack of a better term we'll say this is creating content it's the same thing if you're leading a community group or small group or um preaching on a regular basis like there's things that like, I don't know, you just throw things against the wall and sees, see what sticks and then you kind of grab hold of those things and, and run with them and repeat them over and over again because you're like, oh, there's there's something here that, that's resonating with people. Uh, maybe we can unpack it more. And, yeah. Yeah, I think that was one of them. The Probably the one I get most comments about uh, still today and it was one of our very first episodes is my views on cursing. Uh, that one comes <laughs> up pretty regularly uh, in my life. Um, not me quoting it. It's other people quoting it to me. Um, That's
1: funny, dude. It, it's is, funny. I don't get any comments about that because I was just kind of like, I'll let Josh say it all. But I agreed with pretty much everything you said in that. You know,
0: yeah. uh, I that really episode was like cursing, me convincing Andrew uh, yeah. that it's language is language, and we can't call it sin until you direct yeah. it towards somebody. Yeah, is totally. essentially my short version of of like you know. Cursing. Totally. <laughs> That's um, funny,
1: man. Dude, can we, we take a quick? Can we take a quick detour and talk about something uh, hilarious uh, that has grown our friendship over time? This podcast is one of them. But Josh and I were texting the other day and because Jana was like, my wife was like, man, how many cults or clubs in parentheses have you started, and then immediately recruited Josh into. (laughs) And and I was texting Josh, I'm like, I'm not sure how many, but two immediately come to mind. And then I can think of at least one that you've, uh, you started and brought me into too. But, uh, but dude, flow club was like our initial club. And that was like, it it came called like in, in like, level of charisma expected and level of enthusiasm <laughs> yeah
0: the last time that i went i don't think we went this summer the water was too low but last summer i was decked out in all of my american flag gear in honor of you oh uh, i think i think you muted yourself on accident Uh, Oh, we would,
1: uh, but I want to say the reason that was like, uh, (laughs) called like energy and hilarious was we would, people would be like, we'd be like, if you had floated, like, You're like, I'm obviously doing that again because it was super fun. But we had this whole thing where we would like talk about it like it was this like super enjoyable, warm, calm float (laughs) where you're just catching up with friends. And then, then we would like get a bunch of people who would come try it for the first time and rapidly realize like, no, this is freezing cold mountain water it's like six to six inches deep to a foot deep in most places with rocks that move fast my tube might pop i am gonna fall off of it and half the time i'll be spread out to where i can't even talk to anybody and like it's true. we would just frame it up as this like enjoyable calming great this- time with friends and then it was like super intense there's definitely uh, enjoyment so part fun. of it like parts.
0: And we yes. we actually floated yes. we actually float a different part of that same river now because it's a lot deeper. Um, but yeah, there's definitely uh uh thing like sayings that have come butts up or starfish like that butts comes up. out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just yep. because like you gotta get that yep. butt off the ground or you're gonna get stuck. Uh just because <laughs> it's, it's shallow. Shallow in the You area. gotta go flat yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. You know what <laughs> right. that I've been telling people because I don't actually know where you stand on it. I, I do know where you stand, but like you had a lot of the talking points down, so it really started to make me question. Uh is flat yeah. earthers.
1: Oh, flat earthers, yeah. When we talked about yeah.
0: conspiracies. So my new thing is I just tell people that Andrew I'm pretty sure Andrew's a flat earther and he just isn't fully out <laughs> of the closet yet.
1: Uh- that's so good. I uh, We all say is uh, I'm not a globe. I'm not a globe earther, bro. I don't think it's I don't think we live on a spinning ball. I think it's different. <laughs> and, uh, and I can, we can talk about that more, but I literally so don't long. think it's a spinning ball um, that we've been taught uh, for a lot of reasons. The other club less talked about for a good reason. But back in the day, and I should say, Jana deserves quite a bit of credit on both of these because she was uh, she was involved in starting uh, them. Once I bought in, I would use some like charismatic energy and just recruit a lot of people. Josh was always like first on my hit list of like who am I going to get to join us in this thing. Um, so. We started on Sunday nights in Colorado in the winter. We would go, there was this yoga studio that did hot yoga. You remember this? Like they would crank the heat up. They would like seal the door, crank the heat up to like 110, 120 degrees, like crazy hot. And for an hour, you just do yoga and sweat it out like with this group of other sweaty, stinky people. Dude, I think at the peak of our hot yoga days, we had like twenty friends going. Like, we had most of the class was just our people. <laughs> it was like it was this like miserable thing, but you felt great afterwards, you know? Like it was. I don't know, I know if felt.
0: I, f- I don't know if "great" is the right term. Um, <laughs> we saw we saw after still have your shower. Right. Later. later yeah we still have a friend that still does hot yoga on a, him and his wife on a pretty regular basis nice. there for a while he was doing hot yoga I think twice a day recently um, just what? because he enjoyed it me on the other hand I don't think it's I think it's something I'll never do again in my life uh, <laughs> nothing about it was like this is fun like it's uh, it's just gross. It's gross cuz you're like you're you're around other people's sweat. You know the humidity in the room isn't by, you know, some mister, it's people's sweat and that's what's creating it. You're so close to your neighbor that like if you yeah. get the short straw with your group and you're on the outside of your group, you know, the neighbor next to you that's like rubbing his butt on your arm, you're like, "Oh, <laughs> like no. Like everything about it is is miserable. <laughs> miserable experience." Dude, it yeah, probably it's great for the joints
1: and you know being yeah. limber, but yeah.
0: my goodness, right. that was a that was dude. a wonderful experience. Yeah,
1: dude, the third one, the third one, and this was actually just you and me. But when we started this podcast, I like before we started it, I was telling Josh like dude, we should do this. Cause I've always been all about podcasts. I love podcasts. And I was pushing you like, dude, we should really do this, you know? And for a while you were like, dude, no, not yet. I don't think the time's right. And then I kind of like, let it drop, let that dream die. And then, uh, and then you came back around like two or three months later and you're like, dude, I'm ready. Let's do a podcast. And I was like, "What?" So anyway, it, I I started the idea. You brought it home, and here we are today, my friend. Uh, letting the world know I don't believe in glow birth, uh, and and that I'm decent at starting cults. Uh, or re- I'm actually not that great at starting. I'm a great recruiter uh, to cults. <laughs> so if you need a good recruiter, let me know. Let me know. <laughs> But, yeah, man, that's my that's my rant about uh, random stuff about you and I in the middle of our podcast episode. But I just felt you, like it was worth can I, saying.
0: Can I give you a crazy statistic? Yes. Uh, on average, if we went back, because some of our early podcasts were pretty long. We try to stick that 45-minute... Yeah, Gold these days, but we try. Um, there for a while, like we were hour 20, hour 30, yeah. not unheard of. Yeah, we probably averaged we out somewhere say. around an hour 10. So, yeah. in a hundred episodes, at 70 minutes, 7,000 minutes worth of podcast. Oh <laughs>
1: that is so crazy, dude. That's so crazy. Wow, you're nuts. Man, I'm never gonna listen to all 7,000 minutes. Let alone all the minutes we make in the future. That's too many minutes. But you know what? If you're listening to this now and you've got through all of the other episodes. We have a handful of people that have.
0: Like, that's the crazy part. Um, That is crazy. Maybe not like the ending because, you know, our ending's been the same since, I think, episode two or three. Right. But... Uh, yeah, they're in it for the long haul, and I am highly yeah. – I don't even listen like, podcasts that I follow. I follow this Jesus Life, but I, I don't listen to it. It'd be weird. Um, but, like, po- I don't listen to all those. Like, I have some hockey podcasts I listen to, some, like, crime podcasts I listen to, um, some tech poly- podcasts I listen to, and I don't listen to most of those. Uh, I get pieces of them, but that's about it. Nice. Um, so, thanks for Dude. listening, like, those that have. Thanks,
1: big time that's crazy it's question, so cool so good yeah yeah one,
0: one thing we've said for a long time like even if people didn't listen to us thank you that you do but even if you didn't um we'd probably still continue to do this podcast just because it's been yeah. so beneficial to ourselves um like yeah. having to teach isn't the right term we don't do a ton of like teaching kind of things but like having to have to, really to share your thoughts yeah. yeah, you have to share your thoughts around an idea like it really does solidify things and change things yeah. about how you view um, certain areas. And um, I, you know, like I said earlier, I think there's definitely episodes we probably went back that we would have done differently, um, yeah. you know, in those early days that, you know, our views have changed since then. But um, what's one area that you've changed personally, Andrew, hmm. um, as you kind of think through uh, this Dang. journey of 100 episodes?
1: You know, man, ah, uh, that is a hard question, actually. Like where have I changed opinions on I don't know if I've like had a huge like change of belief or opinion through this. It doesn't but have
0: to be like a change of belief. Maybe it's just a change of Yeah. Um, yeah. Like what what's solidified for you that's changed your yeah. behavior in some way? Maybe that's a better yeah. way to say it.
1: That's good. I think I think our focus on like how to live out relationship with God um, and getting really practical with it has has challenged me to do that more consistently and more recently like in the last nine months I'd say the challenge for me has been okay how am I doing that personally but then how am I modeling that to our family daily And weekly and monthly and like that, that getting, we always try to challenge people in any episode we're doing of like, how can you get practical with this? You know, whether it's about the prodigal son or any other thing, how can you get practical and do something about it as a result of listening to this? And I think that mentality has like challenged me to take some of that more seriously. Like, all right, how do I daily build my relationship with the Lord um, how do I pray without ceasing? Like, what does that mean? You know, these things that you can hear, but like trying to to live those out more frequently. And then the biggest challenge is like, all right, like I'm a dad and I have these awesome girls, my wife and I do. So like, how can I model this in our home and not in a way of like, get religious with me, <laughs> you know, like not out of that means, but out of like, this is how you build relationship with the lord like here's the baseline of stuff to do that that is always helpful in that you know so yeah man that's been the like that's that's it's not teaching you're right it's it's not preparing a sermon or a lecture to then teach to a group but doing a podcast like this forces you to Take a chunk of scripture or a story or an idea out of it and then really examine it, like you said, for an hour most of the time. <laughs> most weeks we go through like one story or one idea and spend an hour plus on them or close to an hour. And that takes a lot of thinking where it's like, all right, what do I really think about this? Um, why? What What challenges do I have around this teaching? What uh, questions do I still have? So anyway, man, it's been been really good in my life and and been a real like source of encouragement uh in my life like you and i had always met weekly uh for for quite a while doing accountability that kind of shifted a little bit but we we use this as a really good means to stay connected to one another we have calls outside of our podcast and stuff where it's just like yeah i'm not talking about that to all of Germany. But I will talk about that with just Josh, you know? <laughs> so thanks, Germany. I just don't tell you everything. Yeah. But uh but dude, I, I'm glad we're doing this. And it has challenged me to get just as practical in my life as we talk about when we talk about how to build a relationship with the Lord. What about you, man? Like yeah. what uh what is this honed in, in your world or challenged you to start doing or reconsider how you do? I know it's a big set of questions, but what comes to mind for you? Yeah, like,
0: um, like I think in, in similar vein as, as you, um, like, this is in all areas of my life, like Hill City, our church plan is built on these ideas as well. Um, so, it's not just this podcast, but I think this podcast solidified a lot of those things of just how we foster relationship with God and how we foster relationship with people and what you know, what does that look like? Like I've, I've been a pretty disciplined person in my life in terms of practicing spiritual disciplines as a, as a Christian, but um, like they weren't, they were tasks to be completed and not relationship to be built. Um, and I think that's the piece that's shifted and changed is when I spend time with Jesus, like it's spending time. Like I'm, I'm trying to, um, vulnerable. I'm trying to, you know, have consistent communication. I'm trying to trust um, all those things, like in the midst of practicing the spiritual discipline. So connecting to those, like prayer, isn't just going through my list of things that I'm supposed to pray through. It's a conversation that I'm having back and forth with God. Um, I'm choosing to, you know, to be dependent on God, secreting so that dependence by choosing not to, you know, uh, engage in certain activities because it would force me to create, you know, to be independent, even if those activities are good and great and most do them kind of thing because I just want to increase that dependence. So there's, there's things like that that are definitely true in terms of fostering relationship with God and people. Um, I think how you talk about those things has been solidified for me too. Like, how do you present these things to other people? Um, And, you know, we talk a lot about these in our our Hill City circles, but, um, you know, something that's recently come out and it's kind of one of those things like, you know, we throw things against the wall and see what sticks and then run with those things that stick. But this is something that stick for us recently is defining what relationship is or at least what our action is inside of relationship. And it's. It's it's something we've talked about for probably six months. Of like, hey, we have all these words that we say in in our circles of Hill City and here, even here on the podcast, um, that are, are are have definitions. You know, million definitions by a million different people. Um, like, we have to start defining these things. Like, we mean something when we say discipleship. Like, we mean something when we say relationship. We mean something when we're creating yeah. relational environments. Like, th- that means something to us, and there's a definition behind that. So, we have to start, we have to share those definitions. So, it took us a long time to get to that relationship definition. Um, and, You know, this is something that's kind of stuck for us recently that I don't think we've actually talked about on the podcast yet. Um, At some point, we'll probably dig into it even more. But I think there's six action things that we have to do for Mm. depth of relationship to be created. Um, And this is true, whether it's with God or with people, Um, like these are the things that we do. So one of them is expressed love, um, given trust, consistent communication, shared vulnerability, invested time and chosen interdependence. Um, and these are the pieces that kind of come into play. So um, say Bible reading is how you're going to foster relationship with God. Like that's the task at hand. Um, well, in the midst of that task, how do I build relationships? I'm not just performing a task. So given trust um, when uh, Jesus commanding me to do something um, or he's telling me to do it this way, or he's prompted me to go ask, you know, to go ask, you know, uh, for forgiveness or apologize to somebody or make a shift or a change in the way I view something or my worldview or a different behavior that I need to start practicing, right? Doing those things. That's given trust that God, you know, better than I know, whether it makes sense or it makes me uncomfortable. I'm going to do these things. Um, you know, in the midst of Bible reading, we see that on a regular basis, right? Like that's the prompting that God gives us in his recorded word of, Hey, look at it this way or Hey, change your perspective to this. Um, yeah. you know, and letting, your Bible reading be a jumping off point for consistent communication, um, and chosen and shared vulnerability. So like, I'm going to be as honest as I possibly can be, even when it feels exposing to God. Um, so I, so God knows the real me, right? Like my fear is, is this, and it's, um, I think it's Matthew 22. If off the top of the head, I don't remember exactly, but, um, when Jesus is, Uh, sharing that parable of the sheep on his, on his right and the goats on his left. Um, Yeah. And he's, and they're saying, well, we've look, we've performed miracles in your name. We've, we've healed the sick in your name. We've done all these things. Um, And Jesus said, you've done all these things and that's great, but I never knew you. Right. It's that relational, it's that relational statement of like, I never knew you. Like you did all the right things. You performed all the right tasks. I can't, like, I can't judge you on any of those things, but the reality is, I don't know who you are. Like, sure, God knows you from He knows on your head, but like, there's that depth of relationship that's that's two sided, and if we're not giving it, like it's it's not happening, um, and that's where kind of these pieces come into into. Um uh, those relationships when we're practicing things, when i practicing fasting or practicing prayer, or I'm practicing silence or meditation or um, generosity, all these different things that I could be practicing. Like what in the midst of that, how am I giving these things to God? How am I choosing love, trust, communication, vulnerability, time, and inter- interdependence? And with God, it's more dependence than interdependence, be interdependence on, on other humanity because you know, God doesn't really need anything from us, but um, you know he chooses to to get certain yeah. things from us. So we appreciate that. Um so that's probably my thing. It's like there's the solidify the the mm-hmm. solidification. I don't know if that's the word. I might have made that up. Um it to works. you know, it's about foster relationship with God and with people. But it's also um the helpful time that we've talked through because the reality is a handful of our topics are around this idea in just different avenues. Um totally. but it's given us vocabulary and, and language to share this with those around us that that you know, we have we've been entrusted to lead.
1: Yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome, man. That's really cool. It I, uh, I know we only have a little bit of time left, but uh, obviously this is episode 100. So we kind of broke the script from our normal uh, plan where we've been. We'll go back there. Don't worry. Uh, but we wanted to pause and kind of reflect together. But man, I wanted to ask you, um, is God teaching you anything crazy or different or or unique in this season of your life like where are you at just personally um like what's god what's god leading you into i know there's a lot of busyness and a lot of stuff with the church with the podcast with work with all of that but how are you doing what's uh what's god teaching you um kind of in this season of life uniquely
0: yeah, I, I I think it's a lot around that idea of dependence and how do we create a dependent. I just keep going back to that verse. Um, Paul mm-hmm. quotes God, or he says, you know, in the midst of your weaknesses, my power is shown. Um, so like that idea, unpacking it, and I'd still know the answer to it. I, I wish I did. I wish I knew exactly how it looked and how to practice it on a regular basis, but. Um, I think that's the journey God has me on and I would assume it's there's shaping and molding in me that has to be done for me to fall, you know, finally understand it. Um, but that's the journey and I'm trying to record that journey the best I possibly can so I can, you know, go back and, um, just realize the steps um to get that I got to that place and what's what did God have to do to get there. So you know you can help others take the same path that you've been on. But you know, as I go through I just grab my my journal. I'm still in the book of Mark by the way. I've been in Mark since September eighth nice. Um nice. coming to the end of it, it's Jesus' death right now um that I'm working through but um I only have half of half of fourteen and all of Sorry half of 15 and all of 16, um, to finish through. But, um, yeah, I think that too, like, and I've practiced this for a while. Um, but I've been a lot more intentional about it recently of like, you know, the, the way I work through, you know, my time with Jesus is I I use journaling Bibles. So there's a, you know, I think all the major translations make a version of it. I, I even have PDF versions of it that I used to use on my iPad. But, um, it's half the page is scripture. The other half is just a blank page or lined page. Um, and when I, I work through it, um, I use it as a journal towards God. So like, um, even when I'm reading scripture and something doesn't make sense, and I'm a question about it. And I write that question. I write that question to God rather than just writing the question. So it'd be like, mm-hmm. God, this, this doesn't make sense to me. I'm, I'm not fully understanding what, what the point of what you're trying to do or it mm-hmm. happened this way. Like I think of, um, Jesus heals that blind man. Um, I think, uh, maybe John too. I know for sure it's, it's in Mark, this story where the first time he does it, it doesn't, it doesn't fully heal him. <laughs> I still don't know why. Hmm. Uh, it's still mind boggling to me that that's how it played out. And he had to do it again. And then he healed him completely. Uh-huh. But there's that moment of like, wait a second. And you know, as I wrote it to God, I was like, God, this makes no sense. Like, like I know you're all powerful. I know you have you are more than capable of healing this man in one blow. Mm-hmm. Um why did you just take two? Like that makes What's sense. What's so That this? perspective. Yeah. Um when I start the day, I start the day right now to prayer, and that's a prayer to God. Um so like that's my I think that's a big piece that mm-hmm. um, God's teaching me right now is like, you know, here you're teaching all these things about relationship and how to foster it, but like really dig in and practice it. Um, like I know you've done it in the past, but like there's a depth even yeah. more here that we can dig into. Yeah. And, um, I'm more convinced than ever too that. God, like God lives on a sure. Yes. From a knowledge standpoint, we know God lives on a much higher plane than we do and looks at things much differently than we do. But I think it's planes that we can get to. Mm. Um, as we walk in relationship with him, as we understand mm. new truths um, and start to apply those to our lives, like you hit a different level of understanding. And then those things that didn't make sense before start to make sense um, even more now. But um, so there's that piece of it too, that I think that God is just functioning. And like, I have a buddy that um, he talks about all the different dimensions, right? So two dimension, three dimension, mm. fourth dimension. Um, he talks to all these things and he was trying to explain it all to me in reference to God. And at first you're like, okay, it is what it is is Um, you can have whatever views it doesn't affect as long as the gospel is the gospel and Jesus is who he said it was and you believe that I'm not I'm not gonna argue with you Um, but the more that I've thought about it like in his his example is like if we were 2d people we lived in the the two dimension um, and God was inside of a box um, not that we're putting God in a box but for the sake of illustration um, well how would you see God you wouldn't you would see a wall right you wouldn't see God inside the box you'd see the wall of the box so you add the third dimension and now you have the ability to see God um, where you had didn't have the ability to see God before because you can go up and down now um, and then the fourth dimension is in and out which I don't even understand how in and out and up and down are different but whatever uh, yeah I just think there's a there's a function that God is is working on and you see it too throughout scripture I write this all the time like God like even how he leads, Jesus led throughout the gospels. She's like, dude, like that would not have been my response. Like I don't even I don't even understand how you got to that response and it played out the way that it did. And like, I would never caught that small little thing, that detail that you caught. And now you're running after it um, with that individual. And you're like, yeah, you, you function on such a higher plane than I'll ever understand. Uh, But as you walk with Jesus, like a lot of those revelations start to come to you. Not like we call Mm -hmm. revelations a bad, probably a bad term. Like, I'm not saying new revelations are, are coming to us. You know, humanity has what it has. But um, I think new understandings to, you know, God's yeah. truth starts to play out yeah. to you. And you're like, oh, this makes more sense now. Um, I see why you function this way. I thought it was, you know, yeah. elementary or something simple in all reality. There's there's an inner dynamic that's at play here that's much bigger than I actually realized. him. So, I think that's what God's teaching me. How about you? What's What's God teaching you? That's cool, you? man. We close this out.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for me, it's been I, I resonate with a lot of what you just said. Like it, that feels feels right on to me. And I think you can frame new revelation as like, wow, God's never said this, and I I don't see it that way. I see it as like almost personally. Like, wow, I understand that in actuality now or i understand that at a deeper level now or i actually believe that in my life now where i actually didn't before or i didn't know what to think about it but like god has brought me through this experience and i can understand this thing now you know um dude i've been in a a really interesting season and i didn't have language for it until recently i sent you that podcast by uh, John Mark Comer, which is actually just his sermons. It's John Mark Comer uh, teaching podcast. And I've really enjoyed those big time. Um, I listened to this, uh, it was two parts called The Dark Night of the Soul. And it's like this idea that when you go through seasons of relationship with the Lord, like the longer you walk with with God, the more seasons you'll have in relationship with him. And there's this idea a lot of the- theologians have talked about called the dark night of the soul, where it's like, essentially, what I understand is essentially, you you don't feel God's, you don't hear God's voice and direction as closely as you did. Um, it feels like he pulled back, um, but you feel his presence very closely. And it's kind of this like, what is going on thing? And it's it's kind of like a, uh, an idea where in relationship, God will draw really close to you and then like his presence never leaves. He doesn't actually leave you, but you might feel like he pulls back. And it's kind of like in that season, there's maturing and deepening of faith of like, am I still gonna pursue this if it doesn't give me the feels that it once did? Um yeah. And I've been kind of in that zone for a little bit now. And in that language, I don't know if it's perfect. And I don't even know if my explanation is a good representation of it. But I've been in this place where I haven't really heard from God very often, uh, in a way that I can understand, at least. And I've been trying to listen, trying to do all the the right practices to be able to actually hear from God. And I felt like for a number of months now, like, I'm like, man, what's going on? But at the same time, I've felt God's presence in my life more closely than in a long time. So it's this weird dichotomy where I do feel like I'm deepening my, like, relationship with the Lord and, like, building trust with Him and just trying to take the next right step. Like, I was telling you, like, how do I model relationship with God to my kids and how do I make this a part of our daily life like how do I help do that well you know so I'm trying to live some of those things out and trying to take trying to practice what I preach you know in my own life first um so anyway man that's that's kind of where I've been at and in the midst of that I keep getting um cool opportunities to practice what I preach and and like keep getting chances to live it out or not and um I don't know, man. It's been good. It's been a weird season, but but I'm okay with where it is, you know? And I don't know when I'll feel like, hey, it's it's now, you know, a different season, but that's where I'm at right now and I'm I'm learning a lot through it, I'd say. So, I don't know, man. This uh this show I know we're getting real close to time. This show has been like this podcast and doing this has been consistently uh A really great thing in my life so just as a friend and as a co-host of this Jesus life podcast thanks man like I'm stoked we're doing this seriously Uh, and I know we have to move our time around often and all of that but I'm just really glad we're still here man this is quite an adventure and yeah 7,000 minutes later here's to the next 7,000 I guess man here we go (laughs) so thanks for doing it my friend
0: yeah. I appreciate your, your time too. Like it's, I was thinking this, like there's been time, I have another podcast that we're just recording right now. It's not published, but there's been weeks where like, this is the last thing I want to do is dig into this. Uh, and you know, over our hundred episodes and probably, you know, 110, you know, for the episodes that yeah. never made, uh-huh. made live. Um, very rarely I've ever felt that. And I think that just speaks to our friendship um, that it's, yeah. it's a time for us to catch up and that's easy. We can do that any day. Um, <laughs> totally. And, you know, if we didn't have the chemistry that we had and the friendship that we have and depth of friendship, more importantly that we have, yeah. like yeah. this would be, this would be a, a chore and a job along the way. And it, mm-hmm. it hasn't been like, it, it's been a joy as well for me. Um, yeah, man. But, buddy as always, it's good to see you, my friend. Come visit us soon. Hopefully the snow isn't miserable uh, yes. and move back within the year.
1: <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Hey, i think it maybe. That was good enough. Got nothing but love for you, my friend. And we'll talk again real soon. I'm positive of it. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus and with other people.
0: And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you.